Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom this episode is dedicated to the one and only Chi-Chi Devane. Rest in peace. Uh, we also R. did a little tribute. Uh, we also did a little tribute to her, which we released on Saturday, so don't miss that. Uh, this is probably the most sombre we'll ever open the episode, but I'm sure it's not going to last long. <laughs> so let's um, descend into our usual level. Uh, Sam, what did you make of the makeover episode? Um, What's rating? You know what? I- I really oh rating okay rating I'm gonna give it a hard six. Ooh, I gave it a six as well, but more of a semi six. Oh, semi six. Oh, what's the point in that? Kind of where you're working up to it, but it never quite get that. Quite never gets quite to where you never quite gets to a nine. <laughs> <laughs> that rarely seen nine. No, that was the snatch game episode. Oh, I gave it a ten, didn't I? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You were crazy that week, babes. Oh, I was. Um, so at the beginning of this episode, Alona's gone, which I think was a plus for the episode. I think it was a plus for the episode, but I, I have to say that I did really did. I really warmed to Alona by the end. And um, I think she brought a lot to this series. I mean, I, I know, like, obviously she wasn't. I guess she was, she was, you know, the U, was it the UK one or was it? No, I think it was uh, season 12 when they had that sort of like YouTuber and they were like, and they did that big sort of like uh, manga dress on the first episode. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Manga dress? What is a manga yeah, dress? Ma- manga is like Japanese cartoons. Oh, yeah, season 12. That was Rock'em Sakura, wasn't yeah, it? Rock'em yeah. Sakura, yeah, that's right. So I felt it was a bit like, it was a bit like that because she obviously wasn't in the whole scene that everybody else was in. But I think she made a good name for herself during the, during the series and actually... Um, you know, I think for someone like Alona, this Canada's Drag Race season one um, made her made a good name for her. I think. Yeah, and good representation for. Um, I keep forgetting she's trans or non-binary, isn't she? she she's trans slash non-binary. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've already said better things to, about her than the queens did. The queens couldn't think of anything good to say as they wiped the message off. They were like, mm, moving on. Um, <laughs> bitches on to more important things which is counting up their wins so at the moment Rita at this stage of the episode Rita's ahead with three Scarlett still has none uh, do you feel like there's more of a focus on report card in Canada's Drag Race they seem to talk about it quite a lot uh, they do and actually like uh, Rita funnily enough it's like she'd fucking written it down was reading off her wins like oh and then also like and her and her mini challenge wins as well and it was like oh my babes she just, like, reeked of smug in my book. Oh, yeah, when you're the person with the most wins, suddenly report card means a lot. And if you're the person with no wins, you're like, well, I don't think it really matters who's got wins. It's more about, like, just surviving. It's the taking part that counts. <laughs> you just mould it to whatever, however you're doing. Um, but Jimbo and Rita have made up. Um, they're saying, oh, it was nothing last week, that rant. I'm hoping they fall out again because Jimbo's rant, as I predicted, has become legendary already. So yes, how so? Tell us how. Well, just everyone's talking about it. They're erecting mm. statues that I'm sure will be <laughs> pulled down Tom in down. 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our statues will never survive. They won't survive the week. My statue's <laughs> made of butter, so it's going to melt the first time there's a, a bit of sun. Your statue's just you, Sam. It's just too much Botox. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough Botox, babe. <laughs> so after Rue's message, uh, Jeffrey comes in to announce the Puppets Challenge. 
Everybody Jeffrey, loves Jeff, puppets. Jeffrey, Jeffrey minces in, like, getting more gay by the week. Like, oh, with a, with a, oh, and a hoodie hoo and a what's the what's it. Give us a break, Jeffrey. Someone said that every week he gets more makeup on, and by the finale he's just going to be in full geesh. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, I mean, he's got like in the finale. I know, obviously, I'm I'm jumping, but like, um, in the finale, in the um, on the runway this this time, like, so much more makeup again. Did you Did you notice it this time, or did you think still think it was the screen? <laughs> <laughs> did you? Um, I have a challenge for you, Sam. Mm. Um. So they do the puppet challenge. Um, yeah. Can you do me? Uh, I, don't, um, I don't mean that to how it sounds. Uh, can you <laughs> do an audio puppet of me now? Okay. Uh, hi, guys. Um, just uh, what do you think of this? I mean, what do you think of that? I mean, like... I'm, just, I'm not Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite dry, though. I was, I was trying to get that across, but it didn't really work. <laughs> oh, I should have given... I have to say that my uh, my niece, who is eight, um, does an impression of me, and it's fucking insulting. Not, I'm not gonna lie. She can, was like, she can was we like, get her as a guest? She was, she was like, Sam, you're like this, and then does these like campy hand moves and goes, me, 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 and I was like, whoops, you little bitch. <laughs> so you slapped the shit out of her. <laughs> I slapped, I slapped her so far, I slapped her so hard she flew into the lounge. She'll think before she does that again. <laughs> oh, she will. Her wig came fright off. Well, people tend to lean into my Yorkshire, even though my Yorkshire accent's pretty much disappeared, but when well, they impersonate hello. me... Hello, I'm from Huddersfield. I'm Ed, like, what's going on with United Queendom? Like, oh, I got beat up <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Really stabbing the wound there, Sam. Jesus. <laughs> Go on, then. You, you do me, then. <laughs> well, everyone else has. I might as well. Um, Hi, guys. It's Sam Daly here. How are we all doing? Yeah. <laughs> Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's probably the most coherent you've ever been. <laughs> well, let's move on because we're clearly falling out. We, we don't. <laughs> so, it, my head's you... falling out just listening to this. I'm receding, darling. Um, oh, I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't do it with audio, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why when anyone loses me in a club, they just follow the trail of hair and they find me. And that's um, not true. Ed. So, yeah, did you enjoy fun. this puppet challenge? Um, see, I didn't. I, I, I didn't find it as funny as previous series as is, and I, I feel like it's like you said before about Rita and and Jimbo. I feel like that axe was still a grinding during the um, during the puppet challenge don't you think oh i love the fact that rita she actually because jeffrey was in the room she quoted jimbo's rant about jeffrey so like <gasps> really yes. gave her a dig so like you're not gonna win this week bitch you're in the she basically is it a coincidence she was in the bottom this week <laughs> she basically dropped her right in it like as in like oh well you said this about jeffrey and, she grasped her ass yeah I love amazing, it. But, yeah and i and i don't know whether like i mean do you think production wise that Jeffrey would have known that, that had been said, or do you think it would have? It was blatantly just a, a proper throw under the bus moment. I think she'll have been tipped off. To be honest, she she had a knowing look in her eyes, and like I've already been angry about this, and now it's official. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to get you. <laughs> but my favourite was um, Lemon. So she did, I loved the line that she had Priyanka and she said, you had a reveal in the Snatch Game. You revealed that you weren't a threat. I thought oh, that was yeah. a good zinger. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think that a lot of a lot of what they are saying is, you know, things like being being safe is an insult, and you know, not being a threat, and because it's Canada's Drag Race, I think they're all very nice to each other, and I think like not being a threat and being safe is like the meanest thing they've got to say about each other. Yeah, whereas in the Drag Race UK, it's like you're fat, ugly cunt. <laughs> you're a cunt, and I hate you, and everyone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but Scarlett actually wins this one, which I thought was a bit rigor morris. I know it's just a mini challenge, but I thought stop saying, was rigor, a... stop saying rigor morris. It really grates on me. Really? Because well, it's because mo- it, it's obviously because it's rigor mortis, and I know you're saying it to um, you're quoting someone, aren't you? Alyssa Edwards, yes, and you're yeah. exposing your oh. lack of knowledge. I know again, again. Oh, oh my god, I'm getting evils from David again. He just went. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Yes, I know. I'm going to smash you around the face. He won't speak, but he'll... God damn, he'll give me the looks. <laughs> the withering looks. Withering, withering, withering. withering. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> withering, withering. It's me, it's me, I'm Sammy, I've got Momo. <laughs> that is one of my favourite songs of all time. Not your version uh, of it, but uh, I have performed uh, that many, many times um, when people have not asked me to, but I've just done it anyway, with, full lip sync. Is it with a withering wig or just your own withering hair? <laughs> I, do, I just use a white sheet, I wrap it round me and I'm like, yes, Cliff! And then I'm just bouncing <laughs> around the room. <laughs> is, this one, is this one of your moments with uh, Lewis when no one else is around? Oh yeah, when Lewis is actually watching the TV over my shoulder. And I'm like, look at me, <laughs> look at me! I'm doing a full-on bush. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time. <laughs> 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 um, but on a more serious note the maxi challenge this week is a refugee charity so the Rain- rainbow railroad is that what they're called People rainbow sh- rainbow railroad you sound like jonathan ross or was it was it me was that an impression oh. uh, it was you because you just mucked it up but it is um it is rainbow you're really Rail. mean yeah, <laughs> you're really horrible. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, Rainbow Railroad. But I mean, I know it's a great charity and everything. But what I thought was funny, they were like, they were like, oh my god, it's a really important charity, and they've helped over five hundred people. And I was like, five hundred people? That's nothing. But then, obviously, that's like later half on, the population of Canada. To be fair, but then, but then later on, when um, they talk about how much it is to, it costs to like rehome somebody and save somebody. It's like ten thousand dollars. Uh, dowlers and um, so that's which I think is ten is ten thousand times five hundred. Is that five million? Ten thousand uh, times. Yeah. Yes, I. Th- it is. It is, isn't it? Oh no! MC equals two squared. Um, oh, Mariah okay, Carey. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, she's back think... this week with a duet with Lauren Hill. Have you listened? Oh, I thought Lauren Hill. I thought Lauren Hill went mad. She's still alive though. She can still sing. I mean, Mariah's gone mad. They're both you know fi- you know two peas in a pod. I, I was just saying earlier how I was um, at uh, my boyfriend's sister's house earlier and watching um, old 90s videos. And there was a video of um, Alicia Keys and Eve. And like, Alicia Keys is acting like such a hoe. And, and she was like, and, she, and I was like, oh my God, I forgot when Alicia Keys was a massive hoe. And she wasn't like full of like, you know, uh, oh, I'm, I, I'm so pure. I'm not going to wear makeup, blah, blah, blah. But she at one point did a whole hoe video with Eve. It was the original WAP, Cardi it B was. and um, Megan The Stallion. That My is wet ass pussy. That is honestly, I think it's disgusting. Disgusting! It was fucking one ears. Um, I I think it's disgusting. Personally, I don't have an issue with them 
flaunting their sexuality. I'm all for that, but I don't. I think the song is bad. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be very explicit in a song, like I love my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. That's a classic. This one is yeah. just shit, and it's like, come on, if you're gonna hoe it up, at least hoe it up with some panache. Well, exactly. Not there's panani. No there's no there's no point hoeing it up if you're with a bunch of like fucking I don't know trailer trash cunts. You know, but, you want to hoe it up with some class. God, we are vicious this week. But can I just Sorry, make was a, that, was that, I'm just thinking of my last weekend. Sorry. <laughs> but can I just make a correction, Sam? That song you're talking about, Gangster Loving, Alicia Keys and Eve, is from the noughties, not the 90s. Oh, is it? But she was quite hoish, wasn't it, in it? Yeah, she did have a bit of a hoe phase. I think she was trying to be a bit more hip-hop. Yeah, so like, obviously, like, Alicia Keys then went on to do some incredible work, and I love Alicia Keys, and songs in the key of... Whatever it was, Alicia <laughs> was an incredible yeah. album. It just it just surprised me how how she was like proper gangster back then, and um, and how she's obviously changed her ways. But so you know who's still a that's fan why, of? That's why, well, that's why it surprised me how you saying about Lauren Hill, who I thought had gone well off the rails, and I was surprised. I'm surprised to hear she's back. Yeah, I think she does something... I mean, she's never released a follow-up album, has she, to The Miseducation, even though it's one of the biggest no. albums of the 90s. Of just all like, time. I'm done, but Mariah Carey managed to wheel her out of retirement. And it's it's an okay song. I would have expected more. Uh, Lauren's not actually also, on it very much. Uh, but also, Lauren did... Um, didn't she... She had that whole racist thing as well, didn't she? She was accused of being racist against white people, was it? Yeah, she, she at a concert, she was like, I don't want white people to listen to my records, blah, blah, blah. So, um... Yeah. Yeah, she has been quite controversial. So I think maybe she was she was cancelled for a while. She was cancelled for a while, and then then I think she had a lot of mental health problems, and then so. But it's it's good that um you know, Mariah's found her under the rock she was living in, and uh, pop, popped her on a single. <laughs> well, Mariah will do anything to get attention these days. I mean, she, <laughs> she still has she goes to number one every year with All I Want for Christmas. But apart from that, the the number ones are not totting up anymore like they used to. I must admit, but. Oh, no. I'm still listening, Mariah. I'm still here. (laughs) She's already switched off, babes. But you know who's still a fan of Alicia Keys? Who? No one. No one. (laughs) (laughs) That's bullshit. I love Alicia Keys. I don't dare say that. You love her old stuff, but who's listening to the new stuff? No, well, not... I mean, not... I mean, like, Girl on Fire was good. Oh, that was a good ten years ago, surely. It was not and even ten years ago. Drag Drag Race fans all prefer the drag version of that song, which is DWV. Boy is a bottom. You remember that one? Oh, oh, oh this my god! This boy is a bottom. Do you know what? Funnily enough, talking about that, I saw um, on Todrick Hall's Instagram. He did the. Um, I saw the trailer for the Gay Mean Girls film. Oh yeah, have you seen so, the film? I've not seen it. No. Well, first of all, I thought like fucking. Gays can't act for a start um, because they're just, it's just the, the trailer is horrific. And what just about like, Tom Cruise? Hi. Oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, hi, there's that. It's just like, you know, mugging to the camera and doing a, doing a wincy Willis mincy face doesn't include acting. That is um, homophobic, but then, Sam, but I guess you can get away with it. But then also, also, I just like the fact that, um, what made me laugh was that Todrick cast himself as Regina, the main bitch girl. Like, as in, like, I'll have the best part. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And was bad and was bad at that too. The ego has landed for sure. Mm. <laughs> um, so, so what do you think of? Um, so the, the all the girls are getting emotional about having the refugees part of their makeover mm. challenge. Um, which one of the men would you want <laughs> to do what with? Oh, to have as a housemaid. No, I mean to to makeover. 
<laughs> Sorry, that's actually probably offensive. Oh, that was a housemate. They don't have a home, Ed. Um, I think the one with the long hair. I can't remember his name. Was it Elton? He seemed like the yeah. He seemed yes. That's right. He seemed like the nicest person of all of them. I would choose Elton. But then the thing, um, the kind of elephant in the room. Well, it's not the elephant in the room because they do often address it. But the thing about the makeover challenge, which often crops up, is race mm. because. Often the queens have only done their own makeup. So if you mm. get a makeover partner with a different skin complexion or of a different colour than you, then often mm. that can throw up quite a challenge. Mm. So for me, I'd probably just start learning the lip sync if I was in this challenge straight away. Because I'd just be like, <laughs> I, I could barely do my own makeup, never mind be doing someone of a different skin tone. And you can't, you can't really do that very well. Um, I just think I just think that it was it was very Canada. It was very it was very nice the way that they were all quite emotional about it. And it was I mean because some of their stories were horrific. And I don't know if they've done refugees before in the past, have they? No, think, they never um, have. I yeah, thought, so some it worked well for Canada because if it was America or UK, mm. it would have descended into Trump and Brexit debating, wouldn't it? But Canada, oh, of, course, all... of course, it would have done. You know, you'd have you'd have had a dead sixteen year old washed up on the beach. Um, but I oh, think... God, in full track. <laughs> but I think that, obviously, yes, for... Because Canada has such a good track record for um, people seeking asylum and refugees and and obviously, like, with Brexit and with Trump saying, you know, we don't want any more immigrants, blah, blah, blah. They have a terrible track record. And, they, and you know, when America comes across as, you know, a bit of a cruel country in the same way that Britain is doing at the moment. So I think because Canada has a great track record on that, I think it made it more... Um, you felt more empathy towards them. And you can see by the Queens themselves, they're so, like... They so agree with letting them in and have and helping them and you know Bobo in particular is just like I love the charity and I and I just I the, I love that about this episode I think it gives it a yeah. real heart you believe in letting all men in don't you but that's a whole different conversation really all all <laughs> in all the time um, so it's because Scarlett won the mini challenge, she gets to assign the roles. So as I said about the skin tone thing, it is an opportunity to sabotage. Personally, I wouldn't on this one because I just think given the emotional tone of the episode, I think to assign people. So I think um, this, because obviously, you know, emotions are high. I think it would be a bit harsh to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to put, I'm going to put that black guy with her because I know she can't do black makeup. So I'm going to really fuck her over. And no. Which is what Eureka O'Hara did on season 10. (laughs) (laughs) But it didn't work. But some of them are quite good makeup artists. So I think, um, like Scarlett chooses a darker skinned um, refugee for herself because she knows she can do it. She has good makeup Mm. skills. Uh, but I kept thinking. Yes, one I of think them... she was. She was. She was from um, Indonesia, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But there's a. Um, someone was telling me once about how um, she was an older person, and she was like, "Oh, look at that person over there. I think they're from Rhodesia," and mm. I think I think that's actually a racial slur these days, isn't it? Rhodesia. That was yeah. Rhodesia is like the colonial name for another country. I don't know which one it is. Oh, I don't know at all. I have to take your word for it. I hope you haven't said anything offensive, although... I don't know. I with with your track record, I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, I kept thinking that one of them was called RuPaul, but he was called Reb... Reb... Rebel? Rebel? Red, red, red Bull. Red Bull, yes. His, his family <laughs> were behind the energy drink, so he... Uh-huh. So why is he a refugee? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so who did he, you... He, he came here on wings. Oh, no, that's mean. <laughs> I love that. Do you know they once did an experiment where they gave, like, all kinds of drugs to spiders and then made them do different um, spider webs to see what would be the maddest ones. They gave <gasps> oh, yeah, one... and acid, acid was the worst one, wasn't it? No, Red Bull was. No. Yeah, apparently Red Bull had a crazier effect on the spider than any of the other drugs. I don't know if they gave them, like, smack or anything. And one of, the, one of them said, fuck you, in the web. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's still dancing now. <laughs> Trance music. That, would, that, would, that was just a bad dealer, though. <laughs> We've all been there. So who did you, who did you think um, would win this episode before we start the makeovers? Oh, right. Um, oh, it's so difficult to tell, isn't it, really? Because, I mean, in the workroom, everybody seemed to have a plan. Obviously, you have to have a plan, otherwise... What's the point? But I think um, I think maybe Scarlet Bobo, who I'm just a big fan of now. Yeah, I thought maybe I thought maybe she would trump it. I think she has the best makeup. So I would have. I always look at the makeup, obviously in the makeover mm. challenge, and think that's a big but advantage. The, yeah, but also with the thing is with with this challenge, it's also about um, a family resemblance, and yeah. So therefore, you, you you sort of almost have to have your own family resemblance. You have to have your own look already. Yes. Yeah. So it's like you need to adapt your look to be somebody else. Like, like for example, what Lemon was trying to do with lime was a great idea, I thought. But just yeah. The ex- but just the execution was horrendous. But then I would have predicted Lemon wouldn't do well because she has been criticised for not padding and for, like, not having mm. good wigs and not having good mm. makeup. So it's like, mm. if you can't do yourself, how the hell are you going to do someone else? <laughs> um, so speaking of people doing each other or perhaps not doing each other anymore, two of the guys competing are husbands. I know, and that was, that was kind of sweet, wasn't it? They were husbands. How would you and David do well competing together how would, me and, comp- how would me and David do in, in that situation? Well, Dave, you know, David often says to me that he'd like to do drag, but he's he's a six foot five man who's quite beardy. And I think like... BFG I'm in just, a wig, really, wouldn't it? BFG in a wig. Um, big, big faggy giant. <laughs> big faggy giant. But the thing is, but also, but also he's like, oh, I'd love to do it, I'd love to do it. But the thing is, he's not... Like, he, he does like a campy move here and there, but he can't... I don't think he would... Because you've got to have the lines, do you know what I mean? You've got to be able to flow with it. And he talked about cocaine, but he would still, he would still, he would still be clumping along, like you know, in a pair of chunky heels, and you know, he'd stand and turn around at the end of um, at the end of the runway, and everyone would just be like, "You're just a man in a dress, aren't you?" Oh, uh, my partner, he said the only time he wanted to do drag was he wanted to do Amy Winehouse uh, for Halloween, and I was like, well. We already have the drinking problem, so we're halfway there. So let's just go for it. Put the wig on. No, but he's still and also, yet to do and it. Also, and, also, and also, it's like, you know, R.I.P. Amy, is that really a Halloween costume? I mean, I think that's offensive. If you do it like zombie from Beyond the Grave, <laughs> maybe. I once did Dead Sheeran. So I did Ed Sheeran as a zombie. No one got it. Oh, that's... But- but that's fine because he's because he's not dead. So you know, oh, would it be well. okay to go? With, would it be okay to go as like you know you know zombie Princess Diana with like bits of car hanging off you? Would that be alright? Oh, that wouldn't work. It'd be a complete car crash. No, I think it'd be uh, it'd be amazing. I think it's been long enough since she died. Now I think if it's like if you do someone who died like quite recently, then that's um, 
maybe a bit. When it all came out about Jimmy Savile, they um, they banned anyone from dressing up as him for Halloween, and people did. And I think people were rejected from parties because they dressed as Jimmy Savile. Well, our friend um, Benji. I mean, I don't know if we can tell this story, but I will anyway. He was on condign <laughs> with me. He was on condign with me recently, and one of the nights of the week was an eighties night, and the woman hosting it came dressed as Jimmy Savile, but they had to right. edit out any reference to it because obviously you can't. So it was still on TV, but they just acted like she was just in eighties get up and not as actual Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Um, so I found the walkthroughs here very boring. So should we just skip past them? Especially because my Wi-Fi is causing us all problems. Um, yes, I found it quite boring as well. Um, just, I mean, it was just, it was just quite emotional and it was just quite, I know I appreciated it, but that isn't why we're watching Drag Race, is it? No, and I felt they were just going over old ground. We'll get to the serious issues they talked about, like, in the workroom. But Jeffrey didn't really add much to it, I thought. Um, just mince, I like just minced around, minced around the workroom with a with a with a bitchy shrug here and there. I know he is just getting gayer by the second. <laughs> I know, I know relatable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lemon Lemon says, if you think you look sickening, you do. She's giving advice to her refugee, her makeover partner. Um, she's saying, about, but also like, there is there is something a little a little bit um, turgid or sordid. Do I mean about like you know you've just like. They're refugees, and you're like, well, now you're going to be a drag queen. So I'm a drag queen, and you're going to do this. It's a bit like, well, I've got bigger fish to fry, like where to live. Sometimes there is something a bit patronising about the makeover challenge. I remember, I forget which yes. season it was. Oh, I think it was season eight when they did Little People. And it just Oh, fe- God, yeah. It just feels like the answer to all your problems is just getting drag. I know. <laughs> so, so this week, this, this challenge, we've got like... A bunch of people in wheelchairs and we're going to jazz your wheelchair up and like, you know, maybe this time you could stand up when you get to the... Oh, you can't. Uh... <laughs> what? You mean you can't do the splits? <laughs> get out of that wheelchair. I'll drag you out your wheelchair and make you do the splits. Crack. That's, that's one of my favourite bits about in Summer Heights High. Do you watch Summer Heights High? <laughs> yes. When Mr G's shouting at them. It's like... <laughs> I can't even repeat what he says. He's probably cancelled now as well, but I recommend anyone watch it. It's an Australian... Kind of like an Australian Little Britain, but much funnier. I very much way enjoy funny, it. Way funnier than Little Britain and less, cre- less, less creepy with, uh, with um, David Williams. Ooh, you went there. He once touched my bum, actually. There, there's a Me Too scandal. Yes. Did you know... Uh, so the guest host is from The Handmaid's Tale. I man- love her. So I, did, so I love The Handmaid's Tale. I didn't, I didn't, when I saw her very briefly at the beginning, I didn't know who she was, but then... Um, when I saw her properly, I do know who she is, yeah. Is she one of the main people? Because I watched the first season and I didn't recognise her. Uh, she is when she ends up at... So when Elizabeth Moss goes to the first house, she is... Um, there's, there's various staff that work there. And um, so she's the housekeeper in it. Oh, I, ne- I never stuck with it because it was good, but I found it a tad too depressing. It's fucking massively depressing, but it it's is a bit a like this show, our, really. It is, but no, it is worth sticking with. It's a sign of our times. It's like sometimes things are difficult to watch, but um, you have to push through because they mean more. That it, it's more than some of the parts. That's true. Now you made me feel guilty for not watching it. Well, um, if you can't, if you can't take the heat, get out the fucking kitchen, mate. <laughs> On a lighter note, they all do the whole. It happens every makeover episode the whole teaching them to tuck. So I want to ask Sam, have you ever properly tucked? No, I've never properly tucked. I've, I've put it between my legs before and um, looked to myself how I, how I might look with a vagina. 
Um, Mangina. Violence yeah. of the Lamb. I did like, she puts the lotion on the body. <laughs> <laughs> or she gets the hose again. <laughs> um, so, so after I did it, I hosed myself down because I felt so filth. No, I've, no, I've never done it. Have you, have, you done, have you done it properly? I mean, it does look like it might be quite painful. I've never done it properly. Um, I've had that thing before, not to go into too much detail, but sometimes... I think this is quite common, but I don't know if it's talked about much. Sometimes my balls... your body pulled your 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 body pulled, sucked your balls in. Yeah, do you find yeah. that it happens, that, doesn't no, it? Sometimes no, but that that's that is the um, the main rule of um, sumo wrestling. Oh really? Oh, so they can't hit your balls? They suck their balls up into their body. It's like one of the main things about it. Aren't they just cushioned by flab? Can you even get to the balls? If you're particularly big, I think it's easy to suck your balls up, but um, it's definitely um, a big part of it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I find that quite painful. I don't like it when the rare occasion it does happen, so I wouldn't ever voluntarily want to do that. And the time when I used to do drag, I used to actually wear seven pairs of tights because my legs are so hairy and I didn't want to shave them. So <laughs> to not show hair, it needed seven layers before you could not see my like hair looking like varicose veins. And by the time you got seven pairs of tights on, honestly, you're lucky if you can even find a penis. So it kind of <laughs> takes care of the whole tucking issue. You could certainly, you could certainly give it a good kick with a pointy shoe and not feel a thing. Oh God, no. You could kick away at my, my plastic groove. <laughs> I think that's I think I think that's the end of part one, isn't it? <laughs> United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q, and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing, and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. And we're back, and we were going to discuss this just before we... Oh, no, wait, I'm forgetting. Sorry, I'm all over the place today. Let's go to the moon. Uh, two, and let's two... Be... Oh. Two... <laughs> Three, two, one. Two, 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 two the moon. moon. To the moon. Have you had a zanny? To the moon. I'm going to take you away to... To, to, to the moon. To the moon. I don't know why X Factor haven't been in touch, honestly. Oh, oh, it's a, it's a different room. Oh, yeah, different setting today. Oh, I think I think it's cold in Scotland. I'm still in Scotland, <laughs> but I'm in the a comfy comfy seat. <laughs> so the chair the chair is green and the jumper is red. So you know, red and it's, green it's, should it's, never it's, be seen. It's a wing back chair. Oh, I do like the jumper. It's red. It's kind of vintagey. Do you recognise the... Oh, it's, um, oh, it's Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just like a mint that you dropped. <laughs> or a bit of dinner. True. <laughs> just a pill that you've got to take. Save it for later. It's a good, strong look. And Moon, you are returning to London next week, so... I certainly am. In theory, we might all be able to soon be recording in the same room, just like the old days. Oh, well, actually, my... we've never done it as three, but... No, we haven't. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, it'll be a threesome for the ages. Oh, it certainly will. Messy and sloppy as you like. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get back into the episode. So we were going to talk about this before the break, uh, but we have to obey Zoom's 40-minute rules. Um, so they, we had the refugees talking about serious issues that LGBT people face in different countries. Um, yes. How did you feel about this part of the episode, Sam? Well, obviously, as I said in the, in the first part... Um, People have it a lot harder than we do. And I think Canada specifically is a great country to move to if you 
are a refugee and they're very welcoming and um, they set you up and they have charities like Rainbow Railroads, which we don't have. And so I think more, I think shame on us, really. That's what it made me feel. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to forget how lucky we are sometimes because mm. sometimes as gay people, we're very focused on the things that we're currently fighting for, which in the UK is less and less as the years have gone on. Like we obviously have equal marriage and mm. even like equal rights with adoption and a lot of mm. things. I mean, we still don't have, still not allowed to give blood. So that's one thing. But I mean, it's very small potatoes. Is but that one of them, especially, when one, to... especially when one of them said like, you know, like he knows a good few people who have been murdered. So, I mean, one of them said that. I think, I don't know where he was from, but he, he did say that. And that was particularly heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that, I mean, we take a lot of this stuff for granted and some people are actually being killed for mm. for being who they are that we mm. can just do every day. So you feel lucky in one way and you feel really sad in another that this is still mm. happening in 2020 mm. in, in mm. quite a lot of countries. It's not just like some small parts of the world. This is well, quite... quite a few countries in the Commonwealth as well. So, I mean, that, I mean, that should give us pause for thought. Yeah, so it's this kind of issue that I'm glad that Drag Race highlights. Um, it can only do good. Oh, hugely. I mean, I know, obviously, I was saying before how it, you know, it does seem a bit patronising or a bit like, oh, <laughs> Peter and Dragon save your life. Um, yeah. But ultimately, you know, there is, at its core, there is a serious message. Absolutely. And then we get to the <laughs> runway. Um, I absolutely love Brooklyn Heights doing this, like, Poison Ivy illusion. Poison Ivy Illusion, um, I have to say, again, my partner David thought that the wig looked great and I just thought it was awful. Oh, I liked it. I loved how big it was. Call no, me a size queen. That's but... what I hated about it. I was like, oh my God, don't get her neither. Don't get her near a naked flame. But Brooklyn is quite like, I think as a man, she has quite a manly face. I think she really, that's why she works so hard on padding and big hair. And I think you have to work even harder at the Illusion to create a feminine Visual. Well, yeah, David thought she looked like a drag version of that bird from Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Oh, Linda LaHue. Linda. Shit guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little big drag version of that. And, and now she and, would be a good and, Snatch Game character. Oh my I God, she'd be a great Snatch Game character. I've actually chosen, did I say this already on the podcast, who I, but who I would do on Snatch Game now? Oh, go on. Greta. Did I already say that? Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> and I had another one as well that came to me the other day that was no, like, oh my I, God, that'd I would, be amazing. I would, I'm going to be Moira from Schitt's Creek. David! Yeah, David. that would be good. <laughs> I reckon, I, I guarantee Canada season two or the next series of All Stars or Drag Race, okay, someone will do now. Moira. It can just feel yeah. it. Everyone's demanding it. All right. He might, he might come back quickly or he might not. I mean, who knows? It's anyone's guess at this point. United Queendom. Right, we are we've made the decision to split our episode, which is into two parts. So that's the end of part one. And thanks so much for listening. <laughs>